Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast with me, Scott Challoner. This podcast, just like the Leaders' Council itself, is all about recognising and celebrating those people who keep this great country running. We exist to give leaders a voice outside of their own organisations and to support them in the same way that they support their staff every single day of the week. Now, if you are in a leadership position yourself and would like to have your voice heard on the national stage, then please do visit leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Now, each week on this show, I'm joined by a different leadership figure from the world of business, education, politics, sport, or perhaps even from local communities in the aim of truly discovering who those people are that get up every morning and make this country work. We get their take on the current economic and political landscape of the UK and discuss everything from leadership and well-being transformation to caring for our nation and, of course, the success and the innovation that makes it all worthwhile in the end. I'm delighted to say that my guests on today's programme are firstly Jeanette Phillips, CEO at FlexiCare UK Limited, a care provider who ensure individuals receive due care in their workplaces, at home or on holiday, and also Kevin Thompson, founder of Wow Five Ways and Five New Ways to Wellbeing, and Sally Thompson, his partner and in the Wow business and also a qualified barrister. The Wow business puts health and wellbeing into organisations and individual clients through various innovative platforms and programmes. Without further ado then, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our three guests, Jeanette, Kevin and Sally, onto the programme. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Jeanette, Kevin, Sally, good morning and thank you all for joining us on the programme today. Good morning. Good morning and thank you for having us. Yes, um, I think a good place to start, of course, would be by addressing some of the context of this situation that we find ourselves in as we record this podcast on July the uh, 21st, 2021. We're still very much in the thick of the COVID-19 situation, even though restrictions have now been lifted um, almost completely in England. And Jeanette, you've been very much on the uh, the front line throughout this, haven't you? Yes, um, I'd like to start, if possible, Scott, with a one minute silence mm-hmm. um, to and pay tribute to our colleagues in health and social care um, who have lost their lives. I'd like to pay tribute personally to their courage, their compassion and their commitment to duty. Um, And I think a minute silence is a great place for us to start. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And we can start that silence from now. impeccably observed by everyone and on behalf of the leaders council i'd also like to thank all nhs and frontline care workers who've sacrificed so much over the course of the uh, the last year 
Now, um, I think a good place to start the uh, the discussion would be by talking about the partnership that has developed between Flexicare UK, um, the WOW business, and also Yonder Desk, which is helping develop some of WOW's virtual wellbeing platforms. So please, all of you, feel free to expand more upon each of your businesses and their work, and do tell us how and why this partnership came to be. But if I, if I can start here, this is some, I think, some uh, seven or maybe more years um, where I had the wonderful pleasure at uh, the NEC at a, a care show where we had a, um, a wow, wow business band um, and, uh, and Jeanette came up and, um, and we struck up um, um, uh, instant friendship, I think is the, the best way of calling it. Mm. Um, we've been following our, our, our separate paths uh, for the last seven years, while Jeanette's been developing her social care and hubs and hublets idea, and while we've been developing the whole concept around the five ways to well-being, I think that was that was where it started, wasn't it, Jeanette? Uh, absolutely, you've you've encapsulated everything, Kevin. It's we've been on separate paths, but um, very collaborative in our aspirations, um, uh, and I feel that by building the hub and hublet model in Gloucestershire, we've almost come to the end of the road, but the beginning of a new road. And that is what the point I wanted to make really clear, that, that um, some things come to an end and great things happen. Um, and pure serendipity or coincidence or whatever you believe in, um, Kevin made contact and um, we're ready. We're ready for the future. Mm. Kevin, do you want to add to that? No, I, I think probably it would be a really good idea as well as we're talking about colleagues um, at work is, is Sally's a barrister and she's seen the impact of, the, of this um, um, right, right throughout the court system. Yes, but obviously the, um, the pandemic really uh, caused the already slowly grinding wheels of justice to, to grind even slower. Um, and, um, you know, again, a lot of staff very committed and kept things going. Uh, throughout, uh, but now of course we have a, a massive backlog of cases to get through, which has a, an impact on um, the, everyone in the justice system. Um, and I, I, but I think one of the positive things that's come out of this is that we, we have discovered new ways of working. And uh, really, I think all three of us are agreed that we need to look forward, um, look forward to face the challenges, and. Um, to, to carry forward some of the new ways that we found to work uh, to, to, to manage the situation um, because we can't uh, carry on as we were. Uh, uh, we need to change, and so we need to take the positive uh, out of the changes to our working lives as, as, as well as, I think, build the resilience um, in relation to protecting ourselves against all the negatives. Indeed, and at the Centre of Practical Innovation in Care, um, there's a radical virtual rethink in, in leadership care and wellbeing strategy that you've devised, um, isn't there as well? Yeah, I think this is where, where Jeanette talks about uh, about the end of the road, but actually the, 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 the road that Jeanette's been building is at the real world of her idea of hubs and hublets. Mm. Um, it, it just absolutely love it to pieces. And when we set up the Wow business, we were we were going down the same track in terms of financial well-being of having centres of of um, like the one we've got in Datchet is is essentially a hub, and and then around that hub you build the, the financial 
experts who, who are uh, um, working often from home uh, um, in their in their own um, uh, uh, rooms. Um, and so to be able to put the, the, the concept, the real concept of hubs and hublets uh, into into the virtual world, um, and the piece for us that was that was missing around well-being was was uh, whether you want to call it the the, the, the Facebook or or, or the, the WhatsApp or the Hangouts or the, the Zoom um, of of well-being allows us to do this with the the awesome power uh, that, that we've got with uh, with yonder desk um we're putting it all together and we're calling it flexi desk online mm. and mental health and well-being are issues that are being significantly amplified by the covid19 pandemic aren't they of course back in 2008 we saw the publication of five ways to well-being which included connect being active taking notice and being curious keeping ourselves learning and then giving to others and that was of course published after the new economics foundation reviewed over 400 scientific papers to identify key things that could contribute to our well-being but nhs take-up of that was quite passive it failed to build any real momentum and cultural change around well-being and that was largely through a lack of real well tech apps available at the time and coordinated platforms and sustained programs and so this suggests that there does need to be a new beginning as you say where virtual and real social care are coming together in that hybrid format yes um i i I think there are two issues here i think one um is that we know from the five ways to well-being that the the most um significant one is is to connect um and if we have good quality connections with other people um that really enhances our well-being so um, there are two things really to, that enable us to connect. One is the means of connecting, um, and the other is the quality of that connection. So I, I and I think the skill is to bring those two things together. So we can use new means, and you know we've all got very adept at um, uh, or not at using Zoom and other methods of connecting. Um, but we mustn't forget the quality. It's the quality that that underpins everything. Um, and uh, that's what we're seeking to achieve with with Jeanette, um, that uh, it's not a substitute. It's a way of enhancing uh, the connectiveness that's already there and um, adding to it. Um, But we must never forget about quality as as well as the means of connecting. Mm. I I think Jeanette talks about it, and I I love her talking about it. um, she She says we haven't just got a pandemic, we've got an endemic, and the endemic, is learned helplessness, um, and and so what what we've been working on the our business is is the five ways of providing providing the the ability to create that quality and quantity um, of connection through planners and through through able to, through training programs and all the rest of it. But I, I think if you listen to Jeanette talking about learned helplessness and the endemic that we're in, uh, that's one of the key issues that I think we're trying to solve, Scott. No, I was going to say that the um, the last four or five years we've been concentrating on our workforce to get uh, qualifying with the care certificate underpinned by the six C's of nursing. Mm. And the team, our team, um, as Sally and Kevin and myself, hypothetically think there should be a seventh, uh, seventh um, C on which is connecting because that way you get the preventative, the more proactive, the more well-being, which then reduces the need for care, if we can get a generation to be fitter, healthier, and stronger of mind, body, and spirit, 
and then that that long term reduces the cost for um, social care. So, um, I mean, I read this morning about the um, prospect of having the um, the national insurance increased is, is something that they're considering. I think it, it's almost like we could have a personal responsibility to health and wellbeing combined with some kind of insurance, maybe a way forward. So that way, the the hybrid hub and hublets could actually um, help. It, it's changing people's mindsets. So would you agree, Kevin and Sally? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jeanette, my mindset comes first. And um, I've, I've been doing a lot of studying uh, around mindfulness. And um, you, it's, it's uh, as within, so without. Um, so it seemed to me that I couldn't be preaching about well-being if I wasn't trying to address my own well-being issues um, and um, just every day sort of focusing on on the five ways um, what have I done today to, to sort of tick any of those boxes and um, what plans do I have to sort of make myself the best I can be and I think that's right it's having that mindset um, because if we all look after ourselves as, as best we can, then we're going to be less of a burden on the NHS. And um, whilst all of us, and it's, it's marvellous that the public feel so passionately about the NHS and would be happy to pay a, a, some form of ring fence tax for the NHS if, if there were one, and mm. I appreciate that that might be difficult in practice. Um, but we, it's, it's not just about uh, giving our money. We, we have to change our mindset. We have to keep ourselves as well as possible so that in the future um, we, we, you know, we're, we're not a burden. Um, and of course, all sorts of catastrophic events can occur um, that uh, we, we don't have control of. But you know, there are lots of things such as the um, obesity. Um, I'm going to call that an epidemic because mm. um, it, you know, it's, it's a massive issue. And and we know, sadly, so many people lost their lives um, to COVID it, um, because of um, uh, being overweight. Um, so we, we need to take up personal responsibility where we can. We do, don't oh, we? Absolutely, Sally. Do. I, I think it's the, uh, the, the hybrid, the flexi-desk and the hybrid hub and hublet would almost be, become a way of life to encourage Future generations that their the, the health and well-being is their responsibility, um, and, and and it will become the norm. I'm absolutely certain on that. I found it quite striking myself actually that when reading the CQC's own strategy document, the, the word well-being only comes up one time, and I suppose that really hits home, doesn't it? That sometimes the need for proactive well-being and that personal responsibility isn't necessarily being noticed. <laughs> it's funny, funny you mention that. I would, I, in fact, I've got it in front of me here, Scott. The Care Quality Commission, it says on the front cover, the world of health and social care is changing, so are we. We want to hear what you think of our new strategy. Well, it was on Jeanette's desk, so I started, to, and she has got it underlined, and she's got all, all her, her, her pink markers all over everywhere. So I, I'm looking at this, and, and, and I see care, 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 care. Uh, our up-to-date view of the quality of care in a service will help people and their families make informed decisions when they're choosing where to go for their care. This means they can be confident in the knowledge that reflects the quality of care. And uh, we know care is better um, uh, and the need from care services, your local health. And I'm thinking, oh, and so um, um, I'll send you a picture, Scott. I, I started ringing um, the word care 
And mm. then I found more and more and more and more. I thought, this is interesting. Um, and so I'll go through it and see if I can find well-being. I added it all up. And care is mentioned a hundred times. Uh, and well-being is mentioned once. And yet the CARE Act puts well-being first and said it's the, it's the duty of local authorities to ensure well-being and care sits under well-being. As you, so if you if you get it right in the beginning with well-being, then care sits under that. And yet, so they wanted to hear what they think of our new strategy. Well, what I think is it, it needs to be 100 uh, words of well-being and 100 words of care. That's, mm. where, that's where I'd got to. Absolutely. Here, here. It's the wrong way round, and I think that is synonymous with the type one thinking. The research that we've done in the CPIC um, is is very much type two thinking, which is thinking about things in a completely different way. Um, and but the reports have churned out with the same thinking. But if you have the same thinking, you get the same doing. So this is what we're trying to almost break the cycle and mm. go forward with positive, positive culture, mindset. And And with all the talk as well about building back better from the pandemic as we recover economically, I think ultimately this virtual approach to social care has the potential to also be that green solution that we crave, doesn't it? Oh, um, absolutely. I I think from social care, you could have three words, cleaner, leaner and greener. And you don't need to say anyone that because the solution is is here. Building on positives, I think that's the thing after the Zoom with Lord Blunkett in April when the country was a little bit at a standstill. Mm. Uh, the building on positive theme emerged, which if we build on positives and we look at what we can do as opposed to what we can't. And, and this last year here at Lexicare UK and the CPIC, we've continued that theme of building on positives, working with Professor Tony Gay, um, on the You Matter component to make sure that people really understand that they matter and just every single day focusing on positive and it brings about wonderful things. It's amazing. It's just about every day focusing on positive. Um, we have positive portfolios for all the, um, the, new, the new PAs on board and everybody now talks a different language. One of the words which was I was particularly unkeen on in social care was shadowing. Mm. Primarily because we have, uh, we wrote a paper, or uh, Ian Briggs, uh, six years ago, Leap into the Light. And um, shadowing, words are very powerful in social care. And I think sometimes they have connotations. And so well, I think when Matt Hancock was um, health secretary, he said he wanted to bring social care out of the shadows. And I think that really, you know, just changing simple words can make such a powerful impact and difference uh, if you change the language. You change the action. So, sorry, but that was my bit. So. <laughs> no, no, completely agree. Um, Kevin, did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think um, I, uh, I'm going way back now. In my in my times of when when I thought I was a communications professional and and had a business and uh, and and wrote a fun book which came out an FC F. Pittman book called uh, the Company Culture Cookbook. But ironically, um, my whole message wasn't about culture. Organizations spend all their time trying to change culture, and I define culture as what you think, what you feel, and what you believe. Um, and what the real issue is 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 the climate. And 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 here we are, twenty years later on, and we we understand climate change now. And climate change is what you say and what you do and what you look like. 
a culture of, of climate looking after the planet. You can come up with all the words, but, the, you know, the, 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 the actual climate is what you actually do about it. So I think, I think the focus um, sits around, as Jeanette says, is the language, uh, uh, what you actually say, what you do, and, and how you do it. Uh, but the critical part to that is hot habit forming. And that's where that's where the the uh, five ways to well-being fell down. A fabulous research, a great concept to come up with. Five mm. things like the five things we eat every day, um, and then their own uh, uh, um, uh, NEF uh, analysis in 2012 said, well, it, it, essentially it's it's like a poster campaign, and it's it's reactive, and so putting in habits to uh, allow people to change like we've got on our uh, um, leader's compass that we've done the care compass that right at the top is is the five ways to well-being and here's your daily planner and what your daily planner lets you do you'll get a reminder every day um, and and the reminders around the, the the five ways we've taken the the, the, the model of the yoga type thing um, and the calm apps and all the rest of it and applied that really simple model to um, to allowing you to do things differently. And I think it's the habit forming of changing our climate. Um, and this is what where, where uh, uh, Sally comes in and Jeanette will come in in terms of what we'll actually be able to do. So, uh, Yes, and I mean, what, what we would uh, uh, foresee is that uh, every organization ha has its uh, well-being champions um, and um, that uh, their role is to uh, lead by example to start with. Um, and to, to help and encourage everyone uh, in the organisation um, to to build on their own well-being through practicing the five ways. Um, so that's that, that's our vision. So so far as um, enhancing the the nation's well-being is concerned, and um, we all have a responsibility uh, to to everyone in our lives, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's our, our family, whatever our connections with other people are. Uh, we all have a responsibility, um, uh, and um, we need to have regard to other people's well-being. And um, I think at the moment, we, we, we do have a reactive firefighting culture, uh, whereas the, the good employers will have um, systems where if, if employees are suffering from stress, they, they can refer them to the relevance of professionals and make sure they get sufficient time off work and their return to work is managed. Um, but um, if if we focus on trying to avoid people getting into that situation in the first place, that's that's a much better outcome for everyone, not least the, the person suffering from stress mm. um, and the impact that has on on their economic situation, their their dependence, and and so on. So we we do want to really focus on on the positive, on taking uh, personal responsibility, and on building personal resilience. And I think the virtual hubs and hublets has so much potential there. I've looked over the idea. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And with self-isolation and personal isolation in the community being exacerbated by COVID, there really is that need now for that stronger social connection. And virtually, this is where those hubs and hublets come in, doesn't it? It makes those connections possible. I do think it's, um, we need to, to sort of capitalise on the COVID and pandemic uh, spirit that um, at the beginning of the pandemic, how everybody pulled together, we can continue that. But, you know, it's shown it can be done. And then so I think the change in social care is not just about money. I think it's about a different way of thinking, as Sally said and Kevin said, 
a different way of thinking, a different way of doing, capitalizing on the spirit shown um, mid the first wave of the pandemic and just making that the new norm. And, and we have we have the solution to do it, um, Scott. So that's, I, I just I want to sort of sanction what you're saying, Sally. I do think mm. it's all about positive. I think there's some other negative language been used in social care. Um, compliance, very fear-based. You know, you must comply. We've changed that to streamlining. We have streamlining. We have uh, positive portfolios where all the PAs are encouraged to be the best they can be every day. Um, so it's all about focusing on actually what works, focus on the positive. We had some health and well-being research done as long ago as 2014 by Dr. Um, uh, Dr. Ravalia in Bath University. And the focus was actually on um, um, employee autonomy. How much autonomy do our PAs um, have in their role? And out we came out extremely high. It was early days of health and well-being research, but people having autonomy, and that's what we we facilitate here. We make sure that they have the hours that they want with their families, because health and well-being crosses across all the strata. Your personal life, as Kevin and Sally said. So mm. um, that's my thoughts, anyway. So I think I think yeah. one of the, the things that Jeanette. Um, able to demonstrate, which is which is a core to our approach to the five ways of well-being, is social care isn't about just the people you care for. Um, we talk about about customer care, we talk about colleague care, client care, community care, and 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 every organisation has got what we call the five stars of outstanding care. Mm-hmm. And the first one you start with is 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 your is your colleagues. The the issues that most employers have got is that they. We call it the iceberg strategy. They they understand care at work, um, but the YouGov benchmark that we developed um, um, underneath the, the surface of the iceberg, you've got you've got personal well being, and there are a whole bunch of issues around personal well being and financial well being. Uh, my my colleague in the well business, Chris Masters, uh, uh, um, he's an IFA, and he came to me and he said, "How do we make?" How do we make financial well-being exciting and people want to do it because they're scared of it? But those those personal and financial issues come come to work. And as Sally said, the answer is to, oh 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 don't talk to us about it. Here's here's a telephone helpline if you get into stress, or or there's a tele so EAPs employee assistance programs are greater again the reactive. The the, the beauty of the, the proactive one it says. It says that our responsibility, our social care as an employer, not just in the care industry, which is what Jeanette's de- demonstrating with FlexiCare, uh, our, our responsibility as employers is the social care of our employees, but to give them the skills, the tools, the ability, the confidence to, to run their own um, um, uh, personal responsibility around both personal well-being and financial well-being. Very fascinating, that iceberg effect, isn't it? Um, that's essentially to say that there's 10% that employers see when it comes to well-being on all three of those facets and 90% that they don't. So there are so many hidden issues relating to personal and financial well-being that are brought into the workplace, as you say, Kevin. And it's about getting our business leaders to be able to notice this, isn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I have a thing about it. I, you, you, I'm told never to knock the competition. I'm not knocking the competition, but the Gallup survey said, as I have a best friend at work. I mean, that's a great one above the line that you do have contact at work, but that sits within the, the, the five ways of well-being. How well are you connecting with people? Not just a best friend at work, but I've got lots of friends at work. They're not just colleagues. There are people who, 
if something goes wrong, like with customer care, a customer comes in and gives you bad, I spent my life doing customer care. If the customer comes in and gives you a bad time, it's your well-being that's impacted. So whilst we talk about customer care, we also need to be talking about colleague care. Um, it takes it takes four positives to overcome one negative. And that's just the stuff at work, customer care or client care. The, the real issue, as you say, Scott, is the 90% that sits uh, underneath the waterline. And, and we're not asking the employers to solve that problem. We're saying give the skills and, and tools and techniques. But the great thing we've got now is we now have the the tools and techniques um, that, that around well-being, um, and we also have the tools and techniques using yonder desk for people to be able to connect, actually see each other and talk to each other um, in in the virtual world. And and this this hybrid working is causing huge levels of stress. You're at home, you've got the kids around you, you're mm. looking after granny, um, and all of those issues are bound to impact on you. And and to be able to like Sally does to give you mindfulness training, um, we think is a, part, a huge part of the solution. Yes, that's right. I mean, we, we did some research of our own um, and uh, we, we did a me- some benchmark um, research back in 2015 on uh, how people rated uh, their, their um, personal um, well-being uh, we looked at personal and financial well-being back in 2015, um, and the, the levels were um, quite discouraging then. On a personal level, it was a, a, a score of minus 48%. Um, financial, perhaps unsurprisingly, worse because people do struggle uh, organizing their financial affairs. That was minus 63%. But we were shocked to find when we came back to it in 2020, um, that on personal well-being, the score had dropped to minus 76%, mm. um, and financial dropped to minus 77%. So people are obviously struggling uh, to, to manage their personal lives. There's so many stresses and demands uh, on us, um, particularly if you have other uh, caring responsibilities. Um, so we, we need to, to use technology to, um, to, to find a way to people through uh, and to um, to help them to be more resilient um, and um, so that's that's what we've been doing in the wow business um, de- developing uh, an app uh, and uh, that uh, just makes it easier like um, I suppose you can think of it as being like a, a Fitbit but for, for well-being <laughs> so it just encourages you to, to get your steps in every day to mm. uh, to just um, in, in, improve your own well-being. Just, just to add, add to that, Scott. Um, what what we did was uh, the, we went to YouGov and said we, we need some data around this. Uh, our whole idea of, of the the iceberg, mm. um, and where where we're looking to in the future is is to run the five ways of well-being surveys. What one run every two months? So we do connect, and then we do be active, and we do take notice, keep learning, and give. And then in a year's time, we can come back to that. And then you can both have an, uh, an, uh, an organization can do its own tracking and trending and find out where the real issues are. Then underneath that, we don't just do the qualitative, we do the quantitative ones. So we have the word clouds of fear and stress and anxiety and loneliness. And so you can tackle the areas where you're working well and you can tackle the areas where, where you're, you're not working so well. 
So we have three core levels that sit under people are under massive stress. They're susceptible. They think they're okay. Uh, but they can either dip either way or, or they're in the smile zone. Um, and giving simple tools that people, organizations um, and individuals can track and trend allows us then to, to measure what we're doing and how well we're doing it. On this brilliant research that the, that the New Economics Foundation did, um, but didn't put anything behind it, that let, lets it become part and parcel of, of your daily life. The uh, curiosity, one of the and things is drastically improved with the introduction of the care certificate. It's, it's mm. been fabulous here at FlexiCare because it's encouraged health and social care to come together to look um, and care and support people for their well-being in a in a collaborative way. And I think um, it's all about education and, and getting that out there and bringing new generations into a different landscape. And that's why I'm really keen to push this. Get, get going now because younger people are coming through. My own granddaughter wants to go into uh, medicine. She'll be mm. 16 in, um, in December. She's working really, really hard. And I said, you'll be in a completely different landscape. And it'll all be about prevention, hopefully. And then biopsychosocial care, looking at the body as a whole, mind, body, and spirit, and, and health and well-being being the driving force. That's my vision for the future. I um, hope it comes true. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And I think the fact that the virtual regional and local virtual meeting place idea that's driven by these values of well-being, that makes this so different from such a simple connection platform like Zoom, doesn't it? It really makes this something different that's really geared towards solving the problem. I think um, uh, it was the biggest aha of, of, of my life. I thought I'd spent my life in the, in the communication business. And when I came across the five ways, I realized that to connect is the number one way of well-being. And so, so my, my goal now in, in the communication industry is to say, hang on a sec, guys. You think you're communication managers, directors, communication professionals. You're actually well-being professionals because if you can get people to connect, you can get people to uh, listening skills aren't just about listening to finding out. Listening skills add to the whole uh, sense of well-being because if you're connecting, the Harvard Business Study, um, the longest longitudinal study of happiness in the world, uh, adds to the whole concept of, of well-being, of connecting being the number one. And they say it's not fame and it's not money. Um, it's simply relationships that, that are the absolute predictor of, of, of happiness and longevity. Um, and so, so once, once the communication profession understands that they're in the well-being business and understands that creating connections of, of employers listening proactively um, actually assists well-being. And I think the biggest single predictor of, of people connecting um, uh, is, is a smile. Um, I, I once saw, saw a research that put people in a room, uh, married couples in a room, and they could actually predict how long that relationship would last by, 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 the, by, the, by the number of times that they smiled during that hour of conversation with each other. That's amazing. I, I, I'd, I'd like to add um, just to the values and underpin the CPIC. Oh, obviously, we have our culture at FlexiCare UK is, is our rules, which we call them our respect, mm. understand, laugh, enjoy, and smile. So those are our rules, and they spell rules. And for the CPIC, our vision, um, Ian Briggs and myself, was to do things from the heart. So appreciative inquiry theory, and Professor Tony Gay is um, 
um, the absolute top expert on appreciative inquiry theory. And that is the theory that underpins done. So by, by doing things from the heart, the money follows. And this is why I'm passionate for people to understand that fixing social care isn't about money and it's about doing things a different way. And the CPIC, um, by doing things from the heart, is drawn in by the law of attraction. Great people like Sally and Kevin, and we're all working together now and we can create this new world. I'm very sure about that. Yeah, and also, um, Scott, just like to say mm. something about um, the, you know, the awesome tool that Yonderdesk have created um, because it does recreate your, um, your work environment so that even if you're not uh, working uh, from the office, you still feel connected to the other people who are at work there. Mm. Um, and it's really easy just to drop in and have a conversation with them. Everything's seamless. All of the communication platforms are built in. And um, our concept for Jeanette's Hubs and Hublets is that uh, we can build uh, an online environment that people will recognize um, we, um, we can replicate uh, what uh, what buildings look like, uh, what the in, inside of offices look like. We we can you know you can enter through the village green or your you know your local street with, wherever you live, uh, and you can recognise it and, and feel a sense of belonging uh, rather than just um, having having to dial up a, you know through uh, through a link uh, whatever um, platform you're using to connect. So. You know, we, we see it really does enhance the, the quality of connection um, and make you feel that you are, you know, you are still part of the team or um, you, you are able to connect in an environment that uh, that you feel comfortable in. Mm, it's absolutely so, wonderful, the Underdesk. It's, it's, it's a future that you wouldn't dare dream about a few years ago, but mm-hmm. the speed of change and the the terrible virus which has acted as a catalyst um, for this change. Um, I think it, it's all about where we are now. In this moment in time, we are in a great place to move forward and we should do so, definitely. It's been a period of real self-reflection, hasn't it? Um, and if you add the pandemic into that sort of melting pot of the personal and financial issues of self-care and the care of loved ones and within the community that we've also talked about, it really proves that there's this need for a new strategic direction for our leaders within the sector. And the work-home-play framework is a wide solution for that as well, isn't it, if we touch on that? Yeah, I, think, I think what we've, we've, we've done, um, um, knowing that we were going to be talking to you about this, uh, um, is, is put together something actually for the Leaders' Council. I call it the Leaders' uh, uh, Care Compass. Mm. Uh, and, and, and moving forward, you, you need a direction. So um, in marketing, um, being a marketing guy, you've got the four Ps. So um, we've got the, with product, price, place, and promotion. I've lived by those. But I think we're in, we're in a new environment now. So, so our care compass uh, points to the north at, at the five ways and how you can plan plan those. It then points to the east and then and, and talks about the portal where you your five out stars of outstanding care come in your your colleagues, customers, clients, community, and those you care for. Um, and 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 then to the south uh, that allows us to then. Uh, allow the communication professionals uh, in HR, employee assistance, and all the rest of it to be able to target the messages to allow people to connect. 
And then, and then working with uh, Sally and Jeanette and the team, we're developing a bunch of programs uh, around that. But what was what we had missing was the the the, the, the face to face. And so, in the middle of our care compass, um, sits it, sits yonder desk, and specifically for uh, taking the whole partnership uh, forward, working with with Jeanette, we're adding all of that together and calling that. Um, FlexiDesk online, and that FlexiDesk allows you to come in at the three levels of, of um, personal care um, and the social care and your financial care and organizational care and using the whole visual um, concept to be able to, <laughs> in real simple terms, see each other and to be able to smile. Mm. Never underestimate. I always say to our new PAs, a smile goes a million miles. <laughs> absolutely right. Mm. But Goodwill, the goodwill you create in the moment, the loneliness and stress and trauma is unbelievable. And it's all about not what you do, it's how you do it. It's how mm. you do it. It's compassion from the heart, which people yeah. pick up on. Without a doubt, they pick up on it. Um, and that that will be in the that I think now the founding in the foundations of the Hub and Hublet, which hopefully will continue um, in, well into the future, um, that compassion and respect. Um, it has taken sort of 25 years for us to get this far, um, mm. but the tech is available now. And But I'd, we, we, did, we did it slowly and we built the company brick by brick. But we're, we're, the uh, first, second hub of the production line is very, very successful. So we know the model works. So it's something physical in real time that we can draw on. Um, and uh, we've all worked very, very closely and very well together, um, resulting in no COVID uh, cases at all in the community. We've kept, we've kept the community safe. The government mm. have been fabulous with PPE. We've had so much PPE protectors. It's been absolutely wonderful. And I, um, I vaccinated a volunteer um, on a rotor system when I can. But it's all about collaboration and working together for the greater good. And uh, with all the health and well-being principles, that's my thoughts. I think certainly despite us working from afar in a lot of cases over the pandemic, it really has proven to be an opportunity to strengthen those human connections between us, hasn't it? We've become almost stronger within the isolation side of things, haven't we? I, I think that's absolutely right. I think, I think we're, we're as, as Jeanette talks about, we, we need to move from learned helpfulness. So I, I go on about being the marketing guy in the four Ps. When it comes to FlexiDesk, I, we, we, we were talking about it this morning. Um, I, I talk about uh, being positive and proactive. Uh, um, Jeanette talks about uh, preventative and personal. And if you can put those four Ps into it. So from, a, from uh, going way back and doing uh, customer care programs, um, people like Topshop and Butlins and British Airways. I'd, I'd now want to go back and say, um, can I please talk to you about doing a care and well-being program? So you have a, a colleague care and well-being program. You have a customer care and well-being program. Because every, every connection or both of those involved, but anybody involved uh, with your clients, with your community, whether you're at work, at, at home, at play, um, and it's not just for those that you care for. Um, in in Jeanette's organisation, it ev everybody in that community um, is responsible for building the, the care and well-being of each other. So our whole concept of putting uh, the five stars of outstanding care is people focused. Yeah, and I think Scott, you're right. What the, 
one of the great positives that's come out of the pandemic is to see how people pull together. Um, and you, you often uh, read about people saying, I, I've, I never spoke to my neighbours before. Um, and coming out to clap the NHS, it creates a real community spirit. And we need to find positive ways to, to carry that forward, um, to encourage people to, to work together, to support each other. Um, and, and for all the organisations, um, uh, because there can be quite um, a number of different organisations working, um, interacting with, with people um, who require care. So it's encouraging them to pull together and, um, and, and build on that sense of community and positivity. It is certainly. And another one of the positives, I think, that has come out of the pandemic as well is that acceleration of the hybrid working platform that, of course, this whole concept is based around. And the statistics also show that the support is there. Um, I suppose that now 54% of people um, who are working um, in offices, they want to be able to continue to uh, work um, in a hybrid format. I think 93% of people now also would prefer an employer who offers hybrid working as an option. And I think it's so beneficial as well for the work-life balance, isn't it, as well as also for sort of environmental concerns. So what is very clear is that hybrid working is going to be part and parcel of the way that business works in this country in the longer term. I think the, the issue that, that Yonder Death brought to me, which is why I just love it and I just think it's such a wow, is you can talk about hybrid working, you can talk about working from home, um, and you can talk about uh, Zoom calls, um, which can be with a global audience but but are, are we trained in how to do that and how to truly connect or or are we trained how to communicate and get our point across or or team-based calls um but the, the the critical bit is what environment are you actually doing that, uh, that call in and if you can see somebody in their own office or or or, or uh, uh, sat outside in a lovely environment in the well-being room or have a chat in the training room or and that's what yonder desk brings and so the whole concept of, of FlexiDesk online um, allows us to bring, as Sally says, the, the, the village green. And if you want to have a chat outside on the village green and, and to, to be able to connect and fully connect visually um, in the right environment where you don't have to fuss around what, what platform you're, you're, you're talking or listening or viewing at uh, is, is such a, uh, um, it's a game changer that adds so much to our, our whole well-being. So the statistics that sit around 90% of people would choose an employer uh, that's offering hybrid working. I think uh, I, we, what we add is the plus sign is critical, offer hybrid working and well-being that goes with it. Uh, absolutely, Kevin. I mean, we all our, all our um, staff at the Hub, they work in a, a hybrid context. It's very flexible. We've been flexible for 25 years. We've always run that this. Um, because... You have to prioritise health and well-being, and then everything pivots around it. So that's maybe we were ahead of the curve. But that's how we've always done things: um, give them flexibility, and in return, you get a healthy workforce. It's a it's a, it's a good long-term investment. Yeah, that's 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 great, Jeanette. And I I think the thing with hybrid working is that um, there can be a fear that. Uh, if uh, if you're not in the office and not being seen, then you're going to miss out in some way, and um, mm. you you'll be seen as a, a second class worker and not be in line for promotion. And 
um, the the great thing that um, Yonder Desk has done and um, that we want to take forward with FlexiDesk is sort of really integrating the two environments. So you don't feel that you're you, you're stuck at home trying to work from your kitchen or your spare bedroom or whatever, but you really do feel that you're integrated in the working environment because you can see who's at their desk. And in a way, it, 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 it becomes less significant if their desk is in, in their second bedroom or if their desk is uh, in the office. Um, you're, you're still visible to each other. You're still working together. It's still really easy to sort of uh, virtually pop in and, and have a chat. Um, and um, so it's, it's just a way of using technology to change the mindset because we now with with the technology we have, we can do a lot of things um, that aren't dependent on geography. So it's making making the most of that and doing it in 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 the best way possible so that people still feel uh, they have they have a good sense of connection with their co-workers. I just have to. I just have to remind Jeanette here because um, the, the the core strategy sits around hubs and hublets of having your 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 national, your regional, and your your local. Mm. The, the the tactical execution that sits under that um, allows us with technology now to put in research around the five ways to put in training programs to be able to see each other in our own environment. But but sat around this is proof of concept. Um, is with with the hubs and hublets absolutely working, focusing on your colleagues first and and, and your community, uh, which will get everything else right. So so um, so for us working with with Jeanette, we're very proud to be working with Jeanette and Sexy yeah. Care and everything that she's done. She's done a fabulous job in reality. Mm. Um, the, the frustration um, um, I sent sent you a picture. Uh, 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 Scott of her uh, uh, at the whiteboard and 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 ten years of, of of frustration of trying to come up with new solutions and and her feeling at the end of the road head in her hands and and I think uh, to be able to now say there are solutions out there ours and others um, and we're we're happy to partner with all sorts of people that can make this work and are talking now to financial people and to well-being people to try and pull all this together. Um, to create something that takes that core strategy of the hubs and hublets of regional and local and personal and puts it all together. That, that sounds amazing. And thank you. Thank you, Kevin. It's been absolutely brilliant to um, reconnect, although I don't think we ever ever did lose that connection because um, maybe it was in the mind. I'm a great believer in serendipity. Um, and I think it's a time where we need trusted leadership now. My board of trusted leadership was drawn in five minutes to basically try and help a colleague with a level five because the level five leaders of the future um, need to have a, a grasp of the continuum of what didn't work so we can now focus on what works. But if we keep repeating behaviours, we keep repeating actions, then we get the same thing. So um, I'm just looking up at Einstein in the frame in my office. So, um, yeah, so basically it, it's, 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 we've got an opportunity here and a real fantastic one. Yeah, of course. And uh, for certain, I think um, with, of course, the platform that you have here, I think there's a real foundation there for meaningful change moving forward. Sally's reading it, the, the great book on, on um, the, power, the of power of now and so what your yeah. the core message. Mm. Yeah, so well, well, whatever you do, do, do it with passion and, um, you know, do it because you, you believe in what you're doing. Um, and um, then, then you can't go wrong. And have the, fun the doing power, it. The, 
The Power of Now I read 10 years ago. It was a present from a colleague who helped me in very much in the early days and still involved in training in Yorkshire. And she gave me this little book called The Power of Now one Christmas. I read it and I thought, aha, that's my aha moment, Kevin. It's, you've got to focus on the real time and, and everything's got to be positive real time. So thank you, Scott and Sally. Yeah, thank, thank you, Scott. Yeah, thank you so much. Yes, thank, 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 all, thank you all of you. And uh, just lastly, before we do sort of finish up on the uh, the show today, um, this time in 12 months, where do you see this vision having gone and what are you really hoping to achieve as we hopefully move into the next phase? I'd like to I'd like to come up to sort of retirement and retirement from the Leaders' Council, thinking that there is a solid foundation down for a very different future where health and wellbeing, community spirit and positivity and smiles permeated every county and we could all move forward together into a new world that's my vision for the future um, well i think it'd be really great if um the the whole uh hybrid working um yonder desk working experience is, is really picked up and um used across all communities but I, I, I can see particularly in the care community and doctor surgeries it would just really enhance everyone's working experience and, and um, for the, the users as well so I'd, I'd, I'd love to see um, this hybrid working um, really adopted as, as a long term solution uh, coupled with well-being um, because it's, it's good for people and good for the planet I think, I think my my single simple goal, Scott, sits around us recognising that the climate change that we're going through now has created um, um, a new, what I would call a climate change. And once leaders understand the climate that needs to be within their organisation, a climate of, of hybrid working um, and well-being, a climate um, of, of, of adopting the five ways to well-being as part and parcel of what we used to call the visions and missions and values. I think if we had the five ways to well-being as the core five values of every organization, the thing that I've learned about it is you can put virtually everything you do against, against people connecting, about people being active around the things that you do as an organization. Uh, about the things that you're doing to take notice of what's going on and around you and how people are feeling and certainly keeping learning. Um, keeping learning is, is a way of well-being. So what people stop saying, I know how to do my job. Yes, but the, the learning is a well-being issue for you. So what mm. is it you'd like to learn because it'll help? And then giving. Uh, if you take um, Salesforce, they have, they have a 1% um, uh, 1% of time, 1% of product. Um, and a 1% of money, and that is a giving, and that sits as part and parcel of the five ways of giving. So giving your time, but most of all, giving a smile. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And let us hope that more people are sort of drawn towards the approach over the course of the next year. And I do wish the project all the biggest success in the world. And uh, lastly, just before we do depart, please, all three of you, do take care and stay safe with all that's still going on, because we're not out of the woods with COVID yet, but let's just hope the better days are ahead. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Scott. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a lovely day. Thanks, Thanks as well. Scott. It was a pleasure on today's programme to connect with Jeanette Phillips, CEO at Flexicare UK, 
and Kevin and Sally Thompson from Wow Five Ways and Five New Ways to Wellbeing. And I do hope that you all thoroughly enjoyed a compelling interview learning all about their new concept. Uh, until next time, now that indoor hospitality has returned and restrictions have been lifted in England, I'll be heading back to my usual spot in the Westminster Arms to raise a glass to outstanding leadership. And hopefully over the coming weeks, we will continue to keep taking further strides toward normal life. Remember, we're not out of the woods yet, everyone. Please do continue to look after yourselves and be considerate of others because it does make such a difference in saving lives during this period. We're almost there now, I'm sure. Take care and goodbye.